Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 205 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for the love we find in your word. Help us receive your message of love as we read today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what's happening in Matthew chapter 27. Verse 1 tells us the chief priests and elders consulted with one another and determined Jesus should die. Even though this was what was supposed to happen somehow, it doesn't make it any easier to read time after time. Verse 18 tells us they wanted him dead because of envy. We see this thread throughout the Bible. Let us pray against envy in every area of our lives and be free of the chain that holds so many people down. Jesus was brought to Pilate, who really wanted to release him. In fact, he pleaded with Jesus to address the accusations against him, but Jesus would not say a word. Then Pilate pleaded with the people for his release three times. Eventually, the crowd's roar swayed Pilate to have Jesus crucified. He was beaten, scorned, made fun of, and then nailed to the cross. This version tells us both robbers abused, reproached, and made sport of him as well. From noon until 3 p.m., there was darkness. Imagine that. I wonder what the people must have thought. At 3 p.m., Jesus cried out, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me, leaving me helpless, forsaking and failing me in my need? This must have been the most difficult time for Jesus as he felt abandoned by God. He cried out one more time and then gave up his spirit. The people of the day must have been bewildered when they experienced darkness for three hours. Then the curtain of the temple was torn in two. There was an earthquake, tombs opened, and the saints of old came out. Yes, there was a mighty display of God that day. One of my favorite stories is of Joseph of Arimathea who came to care for Jesus' body. God had plans to take care of his son when all had deserted him. His love is beyond measure. Let us receive the great love he has for us. Let's continue reading about what Paul is saying to the Romans in Romans chapter 6. Paul discusses sin and righteousness. He had been discussing the sin nature of man, but now shares that the sin nature we lived in before accepting Christ and being baptized in him is now dead. Christ died on the cross and sin died with him. He overcame sin. As such, our baptism is an outward sign that we have died to sin and are alive in Christ. We no longer have to give in to the temptation of sin because we have the strength to overcome it with Jesus' help. Paul writes about surrender. We either surrender to the bondage of sin or we surrender to living in Christ. Verse 23 says, For the wages which sin pays is death, but the bountiful free gift of God is eternal life through in union, Jesus Christ our Lord. May we live in Christ, follow him, and gain strength to overcome temptation through him. Well, let's see what the book of Nehemiah chapter 3 has to tell us today. Chapter 3 tells us about all the repairs the people made to the wall. Even though the names may be difficult to read, I am certainly impressed that such specific records were kept as to who repaired what way back then. It is truly remarkable. In chapter 4, we see the enemies of Judah become extremely angry and wanted to overthrow their mission. They made plans to do so, but it was found out. Nehemiah prayed, Hear, O our God, for we are despised. Turn their taunts upon their own heads and give them for a prey in the land of their captivity. Their enemies devised a plot, but to no avail. Yes, the people in Jerusalem had to stop doing God's work and building the wall in order to protect themselves, but they prevailed with God's help. We can learn from this passage. 
There are times we work for God and times we defend ourselves. God is always with us and he always wins. In verse 14, Nehemiah talked to the people and said, Do not be afraid of the enemy. Earnestly remember the Lord and imprint him on your minds, great and terrible, and take from him courage to fight for your brethren, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. Let us take courage as well, my friend. God fights for us and puts the courage in us to withstand the battle. For a while, the men in our passage carried their weapons with them, had a weapon in one hand and built with the other. We must do what it takes and look to God for the strength to do it. Let's see what Psalm 24 has to tell us today. Psalm 24 is a psalm of offering God praise. Verses 1 and 2 say, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness of it, the world and they who dwell in it. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the currents and the rivers. God is great. He is the creator of everything we see, including us. And he has plans for us, for we are his handiwork. David writes about the righteous being granted access to him, the king of glory. May we seek God with our whole heart and seek to sit in his presence. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for showing us your great love in your word today. Help us receive your love. Don't let us put you off or put off receiving until another day. May we receive a glimpse of the fullness of your love today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.